Okay. Well, we're back, and uh, thank you for being with us again on this on this follow-up version of our TW Now program. I'm Jonathan McNair, and with me are our guests. We have, on the one hand, Mr. Mike DeSimone. Hi there again. Hello again. And Dr. Scott Winnell. Thanks for being continuing to stay with me here. <laughs> okay. I thought about leaving. <laughs> <laughs> if they get up during this this part, uh, we'll know they've just had enough. But uh, wanted to follow up a little bit on, on our conversation <laughs> just for a few more minutes. Uh, first of all, gentlemen, um, let me let me just do a little bit of a free-for-all uh, freestyle here. Is there something that you want you'd like to add to your comments after now looking back over the, over the show about again race, uh, war, and the the power of the beast? We're talking about the beast of, of Revelation. Um, so. Uh, did I say race? I, did I say? I think I said race. Trade. I meant trade. I, mean, yeah. trade. Yeah. I, I, I said not race wars, but trade wars. <laughs> okay, we're focusing on economics in particular, and uh, and the part it plays in the the war between nations, the strife between nations, particular insight from the Bible on the, the what it says about the the beast power. So, gentlemen, uh, who'd like to go first? You had something. To add. Yeah, I just wanted to sort of hit a hit a point home a little bit further. We talked earlier about how Bible prophecy forecasts, it, it, it foretells this coming beast power that's going to arise. And it, when we understand Bible prophecy, we understand that it's going to be this European-centered or based beast power. Uh, the United States, Britain won't be part of it. <clears throat> but it's interesting, even when we look, begin to look at world headlines, when we, when we look at them from the vantage point of understanding what will come, mm -hmm. you, you see a lot more from world headlines. The article I cited a little bit ago, uh, World Politics Review, Will Trump's Trade War Create a United Europe or a Monster? Basically, the point that it's making is President Trump and his policies are driving Europe to come together on their own away from the United States. Um, not just economically, which is what this article is talking about. But here's another one in the Daily Mail that talks about how the EU should be transformed into a military power amid growing animosity between the bloc and Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. So here you've got um, U.S. policies and what the U.S. is doing that are driving Europe to even come together militarily. Mm -hmm. In fact, President Trump is the one who's been beating the drum. You guys need to pay for your own military mm -hmm. and handle it. But from a world prophecy perspective, that's exactly what's going to happen at the end of the age. This beast not only will be an economic powerhouse, but it'll be a military powerhouse. And those and those two things fit together historically, don't they? Yes. Economic power, military power. Very much they so. They go hand in glove. Right. God says that he will guide the hearts of kings and he will make happen what he needs to make happen in terms of Bible prophecy. Uh, Isaiah 46 verse 10, declaring the end from the beginning. He's saying, I'm, I'll let you know what's going to happen at the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. And th th again, this is 2,000 plus years old that we're reading. And we're talking about it right now. And it's very real. And he says, uh, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. He will make it happen. You, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of uh, in Leviticus where we read about the blessings that God promised mm -hmm. Israel if they would obey Him, yeah. and it, it included both economic and military blessings, yeah. didn't it? And and of course we we believe, as we've shared with our audience, that uh, modern day uh, America has re has received those blessings to a, a great degree in modern times that uh, that God promised Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, 
Israel, if they would be obedience, uh, modern day, those modern day blessings to be uh, brought upon our land. And uh, we've had military and economic power. Sure. Well, very much the United States, Canada, yeah. Britain, mm -hmm. and many of the other Israelite descended nations as well. The economic blessings, the blessings with food mm -hmm. and shelter, and the blessings with military. And really in the past, you know, whatever, 50 plus years, we've begun to push God out. We at least before had a, a sense of wanting to do what a, this Christian God says, right, out of the Bible. We've at least uh, said that we, we, we like that idea. Now we've pushed it out. We've pushed it out of the schools. We've pushed it out of our government. We don't want anything to do with it. And you mentioned Leviticus 26, where he talks about the blessings and the cursings. He says in verse 14, if you despise my statutes, it's not just that we, we don't obey them anymore. It's not just that we just don't do them and we say we want to do them. It's that we hate them. We hate God's um, you know, commandments and so forth. We would say on, on this show, we would say, and as a church, as a living church of God, we would say that um, that uh, disobedience to God has has consequences, mm -hmm. and um, you know, really, we can we can just wait and see if someone doesn't believe what we believe the Bible says that that Israel, and as reflected in in modern day America and the other British Commonwealth countries, uh, that that we're we're going to suffer the penalty like we read about in Leviticus 26 of disobedience to God. I guess all you have to do is wait in a, in a sense. If someone says, "Oh, they can't be true," let's see what the years ahead bring. Right. And um, I mean, we believe that we are going to suffer those consequences. Yeah. In fact, <clears throat> we do have a booklet uh, called "The United States and Great Britain in Prophecy" that goes into some of those prophecies in more detail and, and talks in more detail about how the U.S. and Britain and these other nations are going to begin crumbling. Britain's be ca being called now uh, from an economic perspective in Europe, it's being called irrelevant. Mm -hmm. uh, militarily, there is no military there anymore for what it's worth. And it's, it's sobering to watch, but at the same time, if we come back to the book, it's prophesied in end time prophecy. And the, you know, the U.S. and Britain and prophecy booklet not only tells what's going to happen to United States and Britain, but helps really prove from the Bible that who ancient Israel is today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, who these you know, modern descended nations of Israel are. Right. How were. the U.S., Britain, these other nations, how they are yes. Israelite in that, their roots. That's right. You know, Genesis uh, 49 talks about the blessings that would be on Israel in the latter days. Yeah, yeah. The end times is what it's talking about. You know, a lot. I think a lot of people, when they think about prophecy, they think about Nostradamus. So they think about right. uh, different prophecies that are little tiny points. Right. Broad, um, really. Broad and, and well, very loose. Very mm -hmm. loose and vague and right. not really consequential. Sequential, right. but uh, what we're what we look at in the Bible is is prophecies that are very consequential, and this is what we've been talking about today: is the the prophecies for the the beast power and the coming European Confederation. Those are major, and they and they can be tested right. because in the days ahead we will see whether it happens or not. Right. And right. and so they're, you know, it's, it's this is not Nostradamus like. Uh, mm -hmm. This is very consequential. And we're not just looking at you know what's happening in the world today and then trying to apply it here. Mm -hmm. We're looking at it from a historic perspective over time, like we talked about earlier in the program, you know, the beast power. This is something that has been around since uh, John was writing and Daniel was, actually Daniel was writing before it actually started, the, the beast power that will rise up in Europe. Uh, 
but it was around when John was there, and it's the same one that's come and gone, and uh, says we'll rise again. So we're not just looking at what's happening in the world today and saying uh, and trying to apply today's world onto that. We're that's why you know I mentioned about what we you know as as the living church of God as the, as the the church of God we've been able to predict what the world will look like. Mm -hmm. Go back 50 years, go back however many years, 70 years, and we have articles. In fact, I think in our Tomorrow's World magazine, we may have, or maybe it was on the internet, we, we, uh, on our website, we published an article that we wrote prior to Britain coming out, you know, prior to the Brexit. We wrote that saying that they would not end up being a part of the European Union. Yeah, we've got many articles that have talked about right. that. Right, yeah. years yeah. before. So it's a, it is a fundamental premise uh, that we're talking about here, we believe is taught in the Bible. So um, any other comments? I mean, to give our audience uh, hope, I, I'd like to revisit that again, especially people who may, maybe didn't see the whole, uh, the whole presentation that we did earlier. Uh, what what should we do? I mean, what should we do as citizens? Because it's hard not to get, it's hard not to get irritated either thinking, you know, we've lost our job because now someone in China or someone in another country has the job that we've been doing and they can do it for half the price. You know, it's hard not to get upset about other countries' trade policies. At the same time, you know, are we going to bluster our way into, so, into, into success? So should we join campaigns to wave the flag? Or what, what should we do as a, a citizen? I think for me, one of the things to do is to keep in mind that bigger picture, mm -hmm. that prophetic bigger picture, that <clears throat> these events, as you were talking about a minute ago, have to happen. They have to come to pass. As, as Deuteronomy 26, or Deuteronomy 28 and Leviticus 26, the blessings and the cursings talk about, the alien among you has to rise higher and higher, and you have to go lower and lower. You have to become the tail when at one time you were the lead. And so when we understand that these are prophesied events that do have to come to pass, it can take a little bit of pressure off. that We, we don't have to see, oh, there's a conspiracy over right. here, mm -hmm. or we have to get behind this political Or leader. we need to change it. Yes, that's right. Because yeah. there's a big God in heaven who's right. working in the kingdoms of men, <laughs> as Daniel says. <laughs> yes. To and bring about his fight will. Against it's it. going to happen. There's no us fighting against what God is going yeah. to have to come to pass. So personally... Personally, the solution to, to, to be protected in difficult times is being close to God. I mean, uh, ultimately, at, at the end of the day, we're not going to change the events on the world scene, but, but if we draw close to God, He'll, he'll protect us. Right. Um, yeah, he, he actually mentions in Revelation uh, chapter 12, those, those people who keep the commandments of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. those who hold fast are, are going to experience a level of protection. Well, there's a question here. Uh, on our list, and uh, we've got a few questions. Some, I think, are bigger than we have in the scope in the program. But uh, one says, do you guys think that Trump is being used by God to fix America? <laughs> uh, well, no, ultimately. I mean, fix America. So again, understanding Bible prophecy, we see that America will go down. America will be the tail. America, Jeremiah 30 talks about ultimately, I mean, this is tough to swallow, 
but ultimately Jeremiah 30 talks about America going into slavery and ending up, you know, God will save them out of that. I mean, that, that's a tough thing to swallow. That's something big, but it is what the Bible says. And uh, Mr. Trump, President Trump, is not going to fix that. You know, there will be ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, of course, the liberal media uh, hates him uh, clearly, and everything they say about uh, this, uh, the tariffs, uh, they hate. Um, he does have reasons that he's doing it, uh, you know, to help the country. He feels that it will help the country. Who knows? There could be a little blip from that, whatever. Uh, but ultimately, no, it's not going to fix the problems. Yeah, I think <clears throat> in, a, in the grand scheme of things, America does have to go down. God does put leaders in place to help bring about his will. Is Mr. Trump being used by God to help bring America down um, among other leaders who helped do that? Yes, I think so. <clears throat> Could he be bolstering the United States at this point? You know, the scripture does talk about how we're supposed to pray for our leaders in part mm -hmm. so that God's people can lead a quiet and peaceable life. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a gospel that needs to be preached to the world as a witness. Uh, could Mr. Trump be being used by God to hold our economy together for a time so that we can continue to preach the gospel as a witness for a while longer? Perhaps so. But ultimately, what is the point that God is trying to bring about? He's got to have his prophecies fulfilled so that Jesus Christ ultimately can return. Okay. And I want to say yeah. something. Sure. You know, so, so these prophecies, you know, talking about the downfall of the Israelitish peoples, you know, America, Britain, and so forth, and the rise of the European, you know, uh, state power or the Roman Empire in that way, um, and how horrible that's going to be. You know, God doesn't, it's not that he wants all of this to happen. Mm. This is all to teach the world a lesson. He is allowing man to go his own way, his and her own way. That's what he's allowing to happen. And to see that that's not the way. And he will bring a kingdom. Daniel 2 talks about, Daniel 7 talks about, there will be a kingdom that takes over. Revelation talks about it. Christ, Jesus Christ, will come back and fix the mess. We can't fix it. You know, Europe can't fix it. U.S. can't fix it. Britain can't fix it. China can't fix it. It will be Jesus Christ's return to earth and the establishment of his kingdom that will fix it. And ultimately, I think what's exciting is God has a plan beyond that. And some of these nations that he has used as his instruments, yeah. he, he talks about using Assyria, now the, the modern descended Germans, as a rod of his correction for the world. Yet Isaiah talks about ultimately those peoples along mm -hmm. with the Israelite descendant nations and the Egyptians are going to be three peoples together right. with him. And there's going to be a highway between all three of them. So God does have some positive plans, but as you were saying, the, mankind has to figure out that mankind's way doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And there is only one way that ultimately works. Mm -hmm. um, seems like the, it's the historical pattern that we, we try to uh, come up with solutions that are uh, that are the way to go forward and sometimes the solutions that are best for us hurt our neighbor mm -hmm. or they hurt our national neighbor mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. their solutions hurt us and it becomes it becomes war and it becomes a spiral of, of violence and um, it is the history of, of, of mankind okay well uh, we will leave it at that thank you very much for a little bit uh, further participation being with us here today on the TW Now program and thank you very much for staying with us we look forward to seeing you next week have a good afternoon.